RadioMD. RadioMD.com. You've got questions. Melanie's got answers. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. A large percentage of our youth now has a diagnosis of ADHD, about 1 in 10. And while we don't understand why it happens, parents are looking more and more towards medicational intervention to help this attentional issue and help keep their children focused and learning better at school. But you might want to think about some of those medications before you give them and questions and things to ask your doctor. My guest today is Sue Robati. She's the founder and president of MedShadow. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. So tell us a little bit about ADHD medications. What, what's going on out there in the world of ADHD and medicational intervention? Well, ADHD medicines are being given to children at younger and younger ages to the point where, where you'll see children in preschool and kindergarten on brain stimulants, on neurological drugs like Ritalin and Concerta. But the CDC has just come out this week with guidelines saying that before the child is six years old, parents really need to focus not to use medicines. They need to focus on behavioral therapy and get the entire family into therapy to give these children skills today they can use their entire lives and avoid using medicines for their whole lives. So now some sometimes medication is what's needed to help with that focus. Do you agree or not agree with that? Yes. There are some kids that have so much difficulty sitting still and focusing that they absolutely do need the medicines. However, at this point, one in 10 children are being diagnosed, as you said, are being diagnosed with ADHD. That's like calling having red hair a disease. It's, it's too common to then just say, my child is ADHD, I'll put my child on a medicine. It's a scale. Some kids have mild ADHD, some have very severe ADHD. So that's true. So that is the case. Now, some of the common medications, we've heard about Adderall, and then we've heard about the Adderall problems and, um, and overuse on college campuses and how it's helping kids that don't even have ADHD. So speak about some of those medications a little and what you want us to be careful of. Right. There are two major categories of medicines that are used with ADHD kids. There are the stimulants, which is Ritalin, Concerta, Adderall, Metadate. These are, um, they work with your brain, and what they do is they increase or they release dopamine, and it helps you focus better. They use the same neural pathways that cocaine does. You should know it works in your brain like cocaine, so think about that before you give it to your child. Like stimulants, like any stimulant, it will lead to a loss of appetite and possibly a loss of weight. So with a growing child, that's that's a problem because it can lead to slowed growth, Uh, It can lead to a late onset of puberty. Um, And another common, common um, action reaction to this is sleeplessness or insomnia. All of these are common. They're temporary. And you can deal with them. If you need these ADHD drugs, um, if they're really helping you that much, you can deal with them. When it comes to a loss of appetite, you can't eat a full and healthy meal. So don't waste your calories on bad snacks. Eat nutritious snacks, vegetables, and protein-based snacks. There there are tricks for you to do like that. What do you want listeners to ask their doctors? If they've got a child that's been diagnosed with ADHD, 
or ADD, and they are looking at some of these medications and they're saying, well, I don't want to have a zombie and I don't want to have, I mean, all these things get said all the time. Sue, I mean, they hear about that zombie thing and, you know, I don't want to have them have no joys and highs and lows and things, but I do need them to focus. What do you want people asking their doctors? You want to ask your, uh, you want to discuss with your doctor your whole child, just as you're saying. You can end up with an excellent student who's a zombie. Uh, You could end up with a kid full of personality who's a terrible student. It's a parent's decision. That's, That's why you're a parent. There's a balance to be struck. You need to ask your doctor, what are my choices? You have to weigh the risks and benefits of these medicines. They have benefits. They're not all risks. Um, But the risks are significant and severe. You have alternatives. People have had very good success with nutrition, with fish oil, with supplements, um, and with behavioral therapy. And probably a combination might work best for your family. That's great advice because it is a combination that seems to work best for many families. So you want to ask about what the risks are, what the side effects are, what the complications of the medication, and then talk about cognitive behavioral therapy as well, yes? Yes. There are some very serious side effects I haven't mentioned that I should quickly. When the stimulant drug category, cardiovascular events, they're seeing a lot of that with young kids. That would be a rapid heartbeat. There have been some heart failures. Not many, but it's something you want to discuss with your doctor. There has been um, studies showing delirium and psychosis with children. It's very hard for a child to know that a hallucination is something they need to report to their parents. They don't know it's odd. They might think it's a waking dream. They might think it's something else. So you would need to ask your child, are you having strange thoughts? Are you having new thoughts? Are you having dreams, confusing dreams? All very difficult. And one of the long-term things you may want to consider is the casual use of a drug instead of the hard work of an alternative. If you're, are you raising your child to say, well, I have a headache, I'll take a pill, or I have a headache, I should get some fresh air and eat some food. That's absolutely true, okay? But you're saying, and it's true, that it's harder work. It is harder work to do that therapy. It's harder work for parents to work on nutrition and look at the dyes and things that are going on in their children's... What do you tell parents about about nutrition and ADHD? Well, I tell them... I tell them what our experience was. Um, I, I, when my kid was 12 years old, the school called up and said he's absolutely ADHD, he must go on Ritalin immediately, and this was very difficult for me to go towards, as you can tell from my personal attitude. I believe the drugs have a role in extending lives and making lives better, but I think that they should be a last resort, not a first. So we, we made a conscious decision to switch over to Whole Foods, to cook at home every, almost every night instead of going out. We made a decision to try to buy foods that were organic and, and well-raised so that there wouldn't be odd drugs coming, coming into his food chain. Um, we gave him fish oil. I don't know how much all of that worked. Um, we worked with him on, his, on cognitive therapy and behavioral therapy. We, we ended up not giving him medicine, but I will tell you, it was very hard. It took time. It took money because that, that kind of food 
cost more money. Um, and that's sometimes a luxury that families really don't have. But you don't necessarily say that it works or doesn't work. But what, okay, so we just have about a minute left. I'd like you to just give the listeners your best advice as someone who's been through this about ADHD medications and putting together the whole package and whatever works for your child. The diagnosis of ADHD should not be made by your pediatrician. It should be made by a psychiatrist who's trained in, 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 in such testing. And that, in that testing, it will reveal, is it just ADHD or are there also learning disabilities and other issues going on in that child's life? That giving them medicine might get them through this moment, but it will, will it give them the skills they need to get through their life? Because you're raising a child, you're not just taking care of a kid today. That's exactly right, and it's really great information. And they can see more about you where? At MedShadow. That's med like medical and shadow because drugs will follow you your entire life. MedShadow.org, we're not for profit. We don't take money from pharmaceutical companies or hospitals or insurance companies. MedShadow.org, and you can learn more about that there. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well. Stay well.